Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope that your day is going to be joyous. I don't even know if anybody is listening to me this morning, being that it's Christmas. But if you are, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. And I think of that song. I've been talking about songs yesterday, and I will again today a little bit. And that song comes to comes to mind very carefully today. Away in a manger, no crib for his bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. The cattle are lowing, the poor baby wakes. But little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I love thee, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky and stay by my side till morning is nigh. Yes, away in the manger. We think of Jesus Christ in the manger this morning, how he was born to the Virgin Mary, how he fulfilled prophecy, how he came to this world to change our lives forever. Luke chapter 2, verse 6 and 7 says, And so it was, that while they were there, the days were accomplished, that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. No crib for a bed, because there was no room for Jesus. That's why that song says that. The song was inspired by a single verse in the Bible, which tells us Jesus was laid in a manger, because there was no room in the end. From the time he was born until the time he died, this world has no room for Jesus Christ. They have not made room for Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father, as we think about Christmas today, as we think about this great celebration, as families are meeting together, they're opening presents together, they're having a great lunch together and enjoying each other, may no one ever forget why we're meeting. We are meeting to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, who came into this world to give us life and to give us life more abundantly. Oh God, I pray today is not just a fun and glorious day with the family, but it's a glorious day of celebrating and saying thank you, Jesus, for coming into our lives. I pray your blessings upon each listener today. Lord, there may be 10, there may be five, there may be 100. I don't know who's listening today. But if they're listening today, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, bless their lives. May they honor you in every way. In Jesus' name I pray. Every, uh, amen. Well, the world hasn't changed much in 2,000 years. In the hearts and lives of millions today, there's no room for Jesus. Oh, there might be room for a little baby in a manger scene, but there's no room for the Jesus that came to die for their sins. Is there room for Jesus in your life today, folks? Have you accepted him as your Lord and Savior? Or is there no room for Jesus in your life? How are you honoring him? Are you putting him first? Is he first place in all you do? Do you recognize him as the Lord of your life, on the throne of your life? Do you honor him with your time, with your energies, with your giving of yourself? Do you honor him by spending time with him? Do you get alone with him? Do you have a connection with him? Your best friend, your spouse, you have a connection with. You spend time with. You talk to. You tell them you love them. 
Do you talk to your Lord, your Savior? Do you tell him that you have time, that you spend time with him, that you tell him that you love him, and that you want to grow closer to him each and every day? You know what? Each one of us needs us to grow daily in our walk with God. Every single day we need to be different. We need to be people that serve God with all our heart, soul, and mind. And we can do that. And sometimes that means changing things. You know, I, I just uh, sometimes think we get caught up in the riffraff of life. and We get caught up with all the things going on around us, but we don't do what God would have us do, and that is share the good news of Jesus Christ. Another song I'm going to, uh, this will be the last song I probably share, but it's the song Go Tell It on the Mountain. And it goes something like this. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, our Jesus Christ is born. When I was a seeker, I sought both night and day. I asked the Lord to help me, and he showed me the way. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, our Jesus Christ is born. Folks, do we go tell it on the mountain? Do we go tell people that Jesus Christ was born, that Jesus Christ came into life to change their life, to change who they are and the direction they're going? God wants you to go tell it on the mountain. I believe with all my heart a main component of Christianity is evangelism. When he told the disciples to go into all nations, teaching and baptizing people in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, what are we doing to make a difference? I challenged my church this year about three weeks ago. I said, if each one of you would lead one person to Jesus Christ. Just one person. Lead them to the Lord. We'll baptize them. We will get them on the right track. Can you imagine what that would be? I mean, that would be huge. I mean, it would be enormous. Even if we had half our church do that, if we had half our church do that, we'd have 350 converts that have come to know Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior, but yet, we'll go on our merry way. We'll do the same things we always do. We'll go to church on Sunday. We'll raise our hand and praise God, and we'll have our prayers, and we'll do our Bible studies. But what are we doing about the lost, about those that so desperately need Jesus? Well, since it's Christmas, I'm going to read verse 8 through 18 of Luke chapter 2. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were sore afraid. Another book, another one of the versions said, and they were terrified. Why were they terrified? Well, it was dark. It was dark as pitch out. You know, you have stars, and it's dark, and all of a sudden there's a huge light, a huge glow, because the glory of the Lord was all around them. It was kind of frightening. Can you imagine this suddenly? being hit with that? And the angel said to them, Fear not, for I am be for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. 
they were bringing good news, the good news of Jesus. He said, for unto us this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, a lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel of multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Can you imagine seeing these multitude of heavenly hosts, these angels praising God, a choir of angels. Can you imagine that picture? Can you imagine the tone, the voice, the incredible joy? Then verse 15 says, And it came to pass, as angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Hey, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with haste, and this always gets me. They came with haste. So they left their sheep. I wonder who they left their sheep with. You know, they're the shepherds. They took off. I wonder if there's some understudies or some interns or somebody there that watch the sheep, or did they trust the sheep to be on their own? I don't know what happened. And it said, and Mary and Joseph and the babe were lying there in a manger when they came. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Well, do you wonder why? Listen to that. And when they had seen it, they made, made it known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. No wonder. No wonder we sing that song. No wonder we recognize that song. Go tell it on the mountain. Over the hills and everywhere, go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Go into the city and tell it. Go into the countryside and tell it. Go into the workplace and tell it. Oh, the workplace, you trying to get me in trouble? Go wherever you go. Show Jesus. Live Jesus. Let people know about Jesus. Let you and I be the difference for Jesus. Jesus wants to change lives. The Christ child wants to change lives. And people of God, it's you and I that have to do something about it. I have such a desire, such a desire, even for the church that I pastor, to, to get out and be a greater difference in the community. God has blessed us. We have a growing church, and people are giving their hearts to the Lord. But there's so much more to be done. And I want to do so many things. I'd like to, I'd like to bring hordes of people to church that are not churched. And I've told you a zillion times, it's not about coming to Cloverdale Church of God where I pastor. I'm always glad to have guests, but it's finding a good church home in a community near you, a community that's close to you. Uh, you know, the churches, there's so many great churches. I tell you from time to time, I meet with pastors. I told you here a few weeks ago, I met with Ben Turner, the pastor of Five Mile Nazarene. What a dear man. And his and his associate, Sammy. I mean, just great people. And there's so many great churches out there in the Treasure Valley that I run into all the time. I ran into my friend at Gramercy Park. I was uh, over there, and I have a friend, Joe, I've met there, one of the waitresses. Found out he's going to a church, a Christian church. Uh, I think it was an offshoot of Eagle Christian out there. And he just loves it and how his life is different. I love running into people and hearing their stories. I loved at Sunshine Cafe talking to Emma about her life and about how she loves the Lord. And, and it, very interesting, getting into conversations. See, God wants to use us wherever we're at, but you have to be willing to be used. Are you willing to be used by God? Ladies and gentlemen, 
Have the greatest Christmas today. Love Jesus. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.